The sacraments, often misunderstood and underappreciated, these seven wonderful gifts from Christ himself are the way by which grace is not obtained, but produced inside of us. Hello, I'm Thomas Cabine, editor-in-chief of The Good News Magazine a weekly publication dedicated to spreading the truths taught by the Catholic Church. This is the first episode of a series on the Mass of the Sacraments, based off and closely following the book Mass in the Sacraments by Father John Lau, which was published by Tan Books. We are frail, and it is impossible for us to make our way to salvation and eternal life in heaven on our own power. Christ being the supremely merciful and generous Lord that he is, gives us this grace needed for our salvation from damnation. He does so through two means, namely prayer and the sacraments. The difference between these two means are as follows. Prayer obtains grace for us, while the sacraments produce grace inside of us. Prayer obtains for us many different graces, while the sacraments produce special graces, which include the aptly named sacramental graces. A note on the origin of the word sacrament. Coming from the Latin sacramentum, the word was used to describe anything holy, which in turn means set apart. Its meaning gradually was narrowed until it came to the limited use for the seven means by which grace is produced in us. As stated in the Baltimore Catechism, a sacrament is an outward sign instituted by Christ that imparts grace into the soul. Let's break this down. A sacrament is an outward sign, not some inward action that cannot be seen. Our Lord in his infinite wisdom has many reasons for this. First, we are embodied persons, and we express inward ideas and emotions, which are invisible, through our bodies, which are physical and visible. We also can tell what someone is thinking and how they are feeling by outward signs whether that be a ponderous look or a tensed frame of body. Similarly, the sacraments employ the use of physical signs, which are visible, to show the real graces, which are invisible, being imparted. This outward sign comes in two parts, the form and the matter. What's the matter? Nothing. What's the matter with you? Joking aside, the matter is the physical stuff used in the sacraments. The matter of a sacrament is special to the specific sacrament, so we will go into further detail concerning the specific matter of a sacrament with each sacrament in later episodes. Furthermore, the matter is referred to as either remote or proximate in how it is being used. Take baptism, for example. The remote matter of baptism is pure water, just like the water that comes out of the tap. The proximate matter is the pouring of the water on the one to be baptized. But the matter alone does not and cannot constitute the sacrament. Only when the proximate matter is used with the form is the sacrament present. The form is the words said by the minister of the sacraments. No words, no sacrament. The inward grace is really imparted when the words are said. This truth has been affirmed by the church in her councils, including the Council of Trent. Also affirmed by the church is that there are seven and only seven, all of which have been instituted by Christ. Why would Jesus institute sacraments? Because we are both spirit and flesh. So to impart his graces on us, he follows the order of our nature. To impart grace only spiritually, without any action, would not be human. As Father Lau points out, even our most spiritual actions are conveyed through our body in some way. And for Jesus to make the sacraments only physical would defeat the entire purpose, for grace is spiritual, not physical. Thus, our Lord institutes the sacraments as being both spiritual and physical. Other benefits are also brought by the physicalness of the sacraments. For one, to receive a sacrament, we must do something. One does not receive our Lord in the Eucharist by sitting. One must take an act of the will to get up, prepare themselves and receive the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord. Also, to receive a sacrament physically is to make a testimony of faith before others. By participating in the sacraments, we are joined with millions of other Catholics in testifying our faith in Jesus Christ. Now, there is a particular manner in which we receive the sacraments. 
This is called the ceremony of the sacrament. The ceremony is not necessary to the efficacy of the sacrament, but it is mandated by the church in normal situations. Thus, because the ceremony is not the sacrament, when the ceremony is changed, the sacrament is not. For example, in 1965, the Second Vatican Council created a new ceremony of the Mass called the Novus Ordo, or New Order. This ceremony of the Mass is different from the former order in many ways, but it is the same sacrament. The same Mass is being celebrated in the Novus Ordo in 2024 as the Mass in the time of the Apostles or in the 1800s. The two masses look different, but they are still the same mass. The ability to prescribe a ceremony for a sacrament is the church's power alone, given it by Christ himself when he gave the apostles the power to administer the sacraments. It is not the church's power to establish the sacraments, that can only be done by her head, our Lord Jesus Christ. There are seven and only seven sacraments. This was declared at the Council of Trent, that our Lord Jesus Christ instituted no more and no less than seven sacraments. This does not mean the Council of Trent was creating seven sacraments, but rather establishing officially that the church teaches there are only seven sacraments. We can see that the church has held there to be seven sacraments for its entire existence by looking through history. The Greek church, which schismed with the Catholic church in the 10 hundreds, holds there to be seven sacraments, as did the Coptic, Armenian, and Syrian monophysite churches in the 600s. The sacraments are also mentioned by many early church fathers who wrote in the early first century. In the Gospels and the Acts of the Apostles, we also find all seven sacraments mentioned where specifically will be treated with each individual sacrament. There is a reason for seven sacraments, as you might have guessed. The seven sacraments fulfill the seven spiritual needs of man's life, which correspond to the seven needs of man's physical life. First, man is born. Thus, in the spiritual life, we must be born through baptism and receive our spiritual life. Through the sacrament of confirmation, we mature, taking our spiritual life as our own. But once we mature, we still need nourishment to stay alive. So, by receiving our Lord himself in the Eucharist, we are nourished in our spiritual life. In life, we become ill and need healing. So Jesus heals our spiritual sickness in the sacrament of reconciliation. Society needs commanders and leaders, so our spiritual society, the church, needs leaders. Through holy orders, we are given priests who lead us through our spiritual life. Man must multiply, so through marriage is the spiritual life continued to the next generation by the parents to their children. And finally, we need special comfort and aid at the end of our lives. Thus, in the anointing of the sick, we are healed of the remains of sin and given the comfort that we will pass from death into everlasting life. This concludes this episode. To summarize, we need grace to attain heaven. We receive this grace through prayer, and grace is produced in us through the sacraments. The sacraments were instituted by Christ himself, for he alone has the power to institute them. The sacraments all have matter, both proximate and remote, and form. The church prescribes ceremonies for each sacrament, of which there are only seven. These seven aid us in all aspects of our spiritual life the life that we must take the most care of. In our next episode, we will cover the classification of the sacraments, their effects, and their administration and reception. I'm Thomas Kubin, and thank you for listening. God bless you. That's all we have for you in this episode. This episode was presented by Thomas Kabeen, with additional audio from Ben Wells. This series was written and created by Thomas Kabeen, based on the book Mass and the Sacraments by Father John Lau. This episode was produced and edited by Ben Wells. Subscribe on whatever platform you listen from to never miss audio content from this or any other Good News podcast. Thanks for listening.